Welcome to the Tech Diva Success Podcast. This is a short weekly podcast that focuses on tools, processes, and best practices that truly fuel success for women in technology. We thank you for tuning in, and we hope you walk away with at least one best practice that will help you level up personally or professionally. What can you take action on that will make you 1% better? This show gives us space to grow that amazing potential you have inside of you by bringing you guests from all walks of life and allowing them to share their success secrets with you. I'm your host, Nicole Scheffler, and I consider myself a tech diva with over 15 years experience in a technology career. And I'm committed to sparking tech diva success with my collection of various books, podcasts, and projects, including our other podcast, the Diva Tech Talk podcast, which is all here to inspire you and is dedicated to women in technology. I know you're going to love it. So on with the show. On this episode, we're talking security and success. So let's share some security resources that you must get before we even start this episode. First of all, the NIST NICE lists 950 different job titles that are all cybersecurity from seven different areas and disciplines. So check that out just to learn and see what job might be right for you and search for the NIST NICE Framework Resource Center. And you can get your hands-on experience from the infamous International Cyber Patriot Program. I've been a part of it. It's so amazing for K through 12. So whether you're sponsoring a team, getting your child involved, building a center excellence, or volunteering as a coach or mentor, get in the game. The Michigan Center for Excellence for Cyber Patriot is at micyberpatriot.com and you could check our international contact by searching uscyberpatriot.org. So we need a diverse population training and educating themselves to meet this need in industry, government, and academia for security specialists. Check out the pathways available at cyberseek.org pathway to learn more about what's available. Cybersecurity is not scary. Check out the training modules offered at edupaths.org. Also, check out Detroit Mercy's 313 Cyber Podcast. Little shout out there because they have security discussions on sharing tips and tricks to secure yourself with little or no technical skills. And don't forget the University Center for Cybersecurity and Intelligence Studies under sites.udmercy.edu. Now let's get on to it and talk security and securing your success. Enjoy your show. Well, welcome everyone to this special episode. I am so excited to be on with Tamara Shoemaker, another one of my women in security pals from the state of Michigan. And I see her at events and we get to pass and we know that we're both supporting such an important cause of cybersecurity and intelligence, but uh, she does so much more than that. So I think we're both uh, busy ladies in passing. So it's nice to have this time with her on the show today. She is currently the director for the Center of Cybersecurity and Intelligence Studies at University of Detroit Mercy. She spent over 12 years in the criminal justice world uh, and then took those talents, which she's going to talk about today. So I don't want to steal the thunder of her episode, but she took those talents into her current role. Uh, she's an entrepreneur. She does everything. I see her again all over the place from running virtual camps and making it happen um, and working again with state and federal governments and agencies to make that happen. She has many contacts over uh, many sectors 
of the world internationally across education and business, and is also the president of the Michigan Midwest Regional Chapter of the CISSE and a founding member of that. So she truly has a passion around helping skill up what we know will be a very, very vast opportunity for cybersecurity professionals. And she's an evangelist of the Cyber Patriot Program, which I would be remiss to not promote. I actually did this when I was in college myself, but it helps create teams that go and participate in a cybersecurity type uh, contest or challenge, and then gives them a chance to learn not just uh, security skills, but team skills, proactive, protective skills on the network. And uh, that gets spread across all K through 12 educators. And um, it's a wonderful program. So she's basically a builder, an artist, a scientist, a superwoman. Uh, I think sometimes I've even heard her referred to as a nerd herder. <laughs> so uh, I love anyone who has a special place in their heart for nerds. So thank you for joining the show today. No, Nicole, thank you for having me on the show. It's very exciting for me to sort of be able to talk about sort of my journey and my passions in these areas. And so I'm real, real happy to be here. So like you said, I'm a bit of a nerd herder and that I actually have my card holder engraved with nerd herder, but I'd like to say that I amaze, mostly I enable those nerds in my life and that we run into. And what I'm most passionate about right now is adding more of those folks into the pipeline. And so it's exciting to be here and share with you sort of what my journey was and some of the things that um, I think will help others take this journey. Life is long and there are lots of twists and turns in it. And mine has definitely been that way. Um, I started out as the stay-at-home mom. So I'm a not traditional at all in this field. When I uh, married an academic, I took a whole big turn on how, what I was doing with myself and even where I was going. And so um, because I had some issues with my own sort of deadbeat dad, I learned investigation sort of a, as, a, as a mechanism to help my family and found out I really, really loved it and went back to school and, and uh, uh, got my degree in that in criminal justice and legal administration. And that led to a ton of new opportunities that I just didn't think were going to be available to me back when I was just a mom. I was able to get ISO audits certificate and become a 2700 auditor. I was able to learn a ton of stuff in being involved, like uh, Nicole said, things in the federal space, things in, in Europe, all kinds of things in my travels that I never would have thought would have happened. But I want you guys to keep in mind that nothing is traditional. There is no right way or wrong way to sort of travel this, this journey we have in life. And you're going to get a lot of starts and a lot of stops, just like I have. And basically, it's what you do with it and, and who you align yourself with. So as Nicole said, there is a, a wonderful group of women out here in Michigan that are all in cybersecurity, and we meet on a regular basis, and we swap stories, and we help each other. And I've had many other uh, mentors along the way, and this path a meandering path that I've called my life, but I'm pretty excited about where I've ended up. So like I said, I was non-traditional. I was, a, I ran a PI firm for 12 years, the first only woman all run and operated PI firm in the state of Michigan. I was pretty proud of that, but I did get tired of sitting in 
hot cars in the summer in Michigan or cold cars in the winter in Michigan. And this cyber investigative thing was just coming on the horizon. And I just grabbed that with both hands and just went with that. I'm now in academe and I'm supporting the Seneca Center and the growth in that. And that's very exciting. We're constantly moving. But the thing that keeps coming up is that we have a shortage of folks in this area. And so that's my new passion. I'm looking forward to getting the pipeline full of new people who are coming up. And basically what I'd like to tell them is that you need to cultivate mentors in your life. This journey is not alone and it will be very much more successful and enriching if you bring in mentors and you become a mentor. So it's sort of one of those, you know, you reach, reach forward to try to be all you can be while people are behind you helping you. And then you reach back after and make sure that you're bringing people up and it's rewarding and wonderful. All the mentors that I work with across the state um, in the Cyber Patriot program, as Nicole mentioned, actually thank me for the, being allowed to become a mentor. And so it's been a very important part of my life in a way that I have focused and very, very rewarding. But I guess my big tip to everybody, it would be, you know, don't stop. You're going to come to some really strange turns and twists in your life. And you really need to enjoy the journey. And you need to bring along some folks with you on that, both that you're mentoring and that you are being mentored by. Great question on that. Do you set goals like I will mentor X number of women this year formally, or I will be a mentee to this many people. What's your thoughts on that? Most definitely. I mean, I think all all along the way, I set huge goals for myself. So back when I was a traditional mom and I had just started to go to school, it was a pretty big undertaking. I I had just blended a family and I had four kids to raise. They were all in middle school and high school. And so I set that goal of, I need to beat their grades. I need to be their inspiration at home. So if I'm not going to be there every minute that they need me, I need to inspire them as well. And so I would stick my report card up on the refrigerator and say, okay, beat that. Obviously, then I had to do it, right? So I had to make sure that I was up to snuff and that I was doing it. So absolutely, those goals are are definitely something that's really important. When I became ISO 27,000 auditor, the reason that I did that was, My husband was offered a free class and he does not like to sit still and go through a class. And I had just come out of the PI world where it was all physical security and the cybersecurity thing was totally new to me. And I thought, no, you know, I'm going to set a goal and I'm going to do this. I'm going to surprise him. I'm going to surprise myself and I'm going to do this. And I took it really, really seriously. And I, I, you know, I was in class with Ford executives and people who'd been in this kind of a program for a really long time. And I aced it. But If I hadn't set that goal, I would have never gotten there, right? And so it was like, no, I'm constantly challenging myself. I'm constantly putting up goals. I have, if you could see my office, I have stuff up that I want to do, that I want to, you know, beat. So this cyber patriot thing that I'm working with when I'm working with the teams across the state of Michigan, when I first started, there were five teams in the whole state of Michigan. That's how many teams should be in one high school. And so I set a goal for myself that at the end of that year, I was going to um, increase the number you know, from five, because we, we still had a couple of months before the end of the actual season, or when you sign up, we ended up having 25. And so then after that, I set a goal for myself, I want to double that number every year. <laughs> and I have, and I've over exceeded that. I mean, and that's the thing, you know, you set these things for yourself, and you put everything you can into it, and you're going to be surprised, I'm surprised every time I do it, that you go way beyond it, 
but it's, if you hadn't set that goal, right? I mean, while my path was strange and it kind of meandered, I, every time I came up with an obstacle, I set a goal to get around that obstacle. And so I totally believe that this is something that we need to incorporate in, in our thinking all, all the time. Uh, you know, sort of, you know, I know it's cheesy, the whole be all you can be and, and, and all of that, but you know, it's really important that we stay focused and we do try to be all we can be. That's funny because I was going to ask you next, what other tips have you found going through this career? Again, Tiamra has a lot of success. She is seen as a leader, as a bridge maker of bringing all the chain early in career up to professional. You're kind of this matchmaker. So you've got one foot in both the professional space and personal. So what other tips do you have for our tech divas out there to help them be more successful that they could take into their career? I think always it's about learning, right? It's about, and, and, and the whole matchmaking and meeting new people and doing things. So first of all, like public speaking was not my thing. Never. I've always been sort of the person who's behind the scenes. I'm the guy behind the curtain, right? Making other things happen for other people. When I took on this cyber patriot thing, that was a huge challenge for me. Now I suddenly had to be out front. And I had to actually, you know, talk in public and do things like this. And that was just not in my wheelhouse. And so uh, I learned how to do it. I paid attention. You know, we're constantly going to face adversaries and problems. Like right now, I have issues with my poor teachers across the state of Michigan. You know, we're asking them to help us teach cybersecurity to K through 12. Well, these guys aren't, they're not IT specialists. They're not cybersecurity specialists. So they have issues about, oh my goodness, right? You know, you're expecting me to do something that's so scary and weird, this cybersecurity thing. And so because I was getting feedback from teachers across the state that, oh, this is scary, along with the Michigan Department of Education, I talked to them about that. And we put together some modules for them to learn and to take the scary out of cyber and let them understand that it's not. It's not as scary as you think it is. It's not as... um technical as you think it is. It's really just good hygiene and being really careful. And um, I always liken it to sort of seatbelts, right? So it's like, you know, you always put your seatbelt on because you get in the car and it could be as dangerous. I come from a time when the one-armed soccer mom thing was the deal, right? So it took a while for us to change our minds about that. The same thing is happening now. We have a huge culture change. We're all going all virtual in all, all kinds of areas, but we need to be safe while we're doing that. There are easy steps to do that, but we don't know about them. And if we break them down small enough for folks to understand, then they can go ahead and start incorporating it into their daily life. And so I basically tried to do that for our poor teachers to catch them up so that they had a good idea of how to do this. It really all comes back down to, I think, over and over again, you know, my secret sauce, the thing that makes it different is I'm constantly trying to learn something new. I'm constantly trying to add to what I've already done. I feel like that that makes a huge difference in, in all the things that we're doing. I, you know, I'm not keeping myself closed off and just saying, okay, we're all done. Now I'm just going to coast. Um, I'm constantly trying to add some tools to my tool belt, so to speak. Yeah. I think you've done a great job of that. You've collected quite a number of certifications, but also achievements in different community groups. A good question I'd ask for the variety of listeners and women in tech there. Do you have any tips on collecting those formats? Do you just use LinkedIn to portray them that strengthen your career, that strengthen your brand? Uh, What's your advice on how to present those? But what's your advice there? So I truly believe what you would be. So you hit on a couple of things, right? So the social media is very, very important. It's so important 
that, you know, your brand is out there and people understand who you are and what you do. And I also think that it's very, very important for you to pay attention. I think it's a real good question about what it is that you're training and learning and that kind of thing. So we come from an area that's a brand new study. It's, and so it's like, how do you how do you decide what to do? And, and basically, there's the actual national standard uh, called 8570 that tells you exactly what the certifications that are the right ones to get, um, what ones are industry, government accepted as uh, security certificates. And I don't wander from that kind of a thing, right? So, I mean, I learn about other stuff all the time. We all Google things and we all YouTube things and, you know, for my personal life. But when my career, when it comes down to my career, when it comes down to talking to others about their career, I always make them go to the NIST NICE framework. So the National Institute of Standards has a NICE framework for cybersecurity people. And it has amazing, well-done categories of all the different kinds of jobs that there are in cybersecurity and all the knowledge, skills, and abilities that you need. So it's, and it also has what kind of certifications, what kind of training you need. And so I basically, if I talk to anyone in the K through 12 space or in the university space, I constantly refer to that national standard. The nice part about it is there's been some books that have been written about it too that kind of help you break it down, but they have, it's a very interactive thing. In fact, I just put out on LinkedIn today that they now have a new tool to help you plan your career that they just put up. And so I blasted that out on, on LinkedIn. I think it's really important for us to stay connected and to make sure that, that our network of connections continues to grow and we feed it, right? So it's, it can't be a one kind of one, one way kind of a uh, thing. It, it really needs to be friendships. And that's sort of how you make those commitments and, and those connections. And it really is kind of like a dating service that I work on when I work on with this cyber patriot thing and getting all my coaches, these industry partners, you know, you try to find out who likes what and what their, you know, what their skill set looks like and who would fit with who and that kind of thing. And then, you know, you, you go from there and you make some introductions and, and you never back out of the equation either. You know, that, that piece I think is an important piece because you kind of were the person who helped connect them up to begin with. As long as you stay in that relationship and you can nurture it and help and nurture it, I think that it will continue and grow and, and you'd be amazed at the people that come back and say, thank you for hooking me up and for doing what you did. And, and it's made such a difference in my life. Well, this is going to be the podcast that makes cybersecurity mentoring matchmaking sexy and cool. <laughs> Do a darn good job at it. Whether you're coming into security or you're looking to tighten your career path and your brand in the area of security, it's looking at those standards. Uh, if you're in school, you can ask your security teachers. They'll know about these standards because they're getting educated from amazing women like yourself. And um, that is full circle back to what you said at the beginning, cultivating mentors, mentees and mentors. You're always learning and giving. And I love that um, mutually beneficial cycle that you mentioned. And then tracking those things to your point, it is about that social media brand, collect what you've achieved and put it in a package that is easy to consume and easy to find. Just like yours when I get so impressed when I read uh, you know, your LinkedIn and your credentials. So um, did you have anything else before we try to bring it all together today? I'm just encouraged. You know, I love the fact that you have this outlet for us. This is an amazing thing where we can come together and talk to each other about that kind of thing. I love this kind of a forum. I think that this is really important for all of us. I think one of the things that I know is really important besides sort of the other sort of round things up as far as that goes is that we need to see success. 
to, in order to know that we can do it. And so all of us and all of our brands as tech divas, it's really important for us to, to be visible. And that way, the children that are behind us and the young people who are in education right now and all that can see it, right? They can see that we can do it. They can identify with us and they can continue on that path. Because like you said, it, you know, it can be bumpy, but uh, at the end, it's truly wonderful. Awesome advice there and great parting words, you know, coming together. Was there anything else we wanted to bring as we kind of come towards the end of the show? Yeah, I just sort of like to put a call out there to folks. So we've talked about how I sort of do this matchmaking and that kind of thing. And I would love it for folks to look me up. Uh, I have a website, www.micyberpatriot.com. Uh, where I have all the updates of things that are going on in Michigan and Cyber Patriot in the K through 12 space. I want to say K through 12, that's kindergarten through through uh, high school. And I know that sounds too young to be worrying about cybersecurity, but it's not. They live in a different world. And we're really trying to get them excited early and starting to study early so that while at the time we come to university level, we can really add on the good stuff because they've already got a really good background. But what we need for those, we need people out there to reach out and be involved and and sign up as volunteers for the Cyber Patriot program and, and hook up with us just to let us let them know all the things, the wonderful things that we're doing. Um, we have, you know, like you said, we have summer camps. We just did the first virtual Cyber Patriot summer camp. And did I tell you that, that there were only a handful of them across the nation that even tried it this summer? So I had folks from all over the country sort of wanting to be in on this, this summer camp. I had 15 amazing mentors that came in and taught for me. Every single one of them had a different job. Every single one of them had a different sort of take on what cyber was. And and that's what it takes because I want to make sure that these kids see themselves in the volunteers that I have out there. And so I would love for you to join this club and be involved in this. And that's exactly how we increase the pipeline. As we said at the beginning, there's going to be a great opportunity and a need you look at the statistics of cybersecurity professionals, and you're making this impact here in Michigan, but our podcast is global. So if you're in your community and cybersecurity and security is interesting to you, I will make sure we put her contact information. We'll share, you know, she just shared her website there. So we'll put that into the show notes, but I encourage you to reach out to her to see if you can replicate, if she can connect you again, she's a matchmaker and maybe you're the matchmaker in your community. Maybe you could be at the intersection of professional industry and students and learning and start to bridge the gap because when they see you, whether you're a woman or of any race or of any background, and they see someone like you and they know your story, you're helping the next generation see that that could be for them too. And that's incredibly important for tech divas. It doesn't always have to be the level in which uh, Tamara gives because she's obviously you know, doing this all day professionally. It could be a small thing you do, going to one of these um, cyber patriot camps and volunteering and getting involved. So uh, reach out to her, check out the website online, and I'm sure there's opportunities in all of your local communities to create or participate with something else like this, uh, whether it's Cyber Patriot, which is pretty wide, right? Yes. yes. So we have it, it's the U.S. Cyber Patriot, we have it in, in Europe, we have it in Australia. You know, they, they have branched out. They started only as a U.S. company, but they branched out. And let me give you that the national group. So the national group is www.uscyberpatriot.org. 
And um, they're wonderful. They're always just a phone call away or an email away, just like I I would love to hear from anyone who heard this podcast and would like more information. I will definitely help you. Great. Of course you will, because that's what you do. (laughs) And you're helping all of our listeners out there guide more success, because although we've talked heavy and security, these are universal truths for any profession the cultivating mentorship, the reaching up, the reaching back, um, and the uh, great tips you gave around setting goals and looking for industry standards to create more of your brand and more of your career. Lots of good nuggets in here. Thank you so much for joining the show. Did you have any great final thoughts as we sign off? No, Nicole, I just really, really thank you for this opportunity to be able to talk to folks about the stuff that we're doing and I truly hope that, like you said, this is a universal thing, looking for mentors and taking care of your brand and learning, you know, never stop learning. I I truly think if you stop learning, you really are not living. Yep. Learning is growing and uh, growing is making it all worth it. So thank you again. And thank you to all of our listeners until next time. Thank you again for listening. And we really hope this sparks something in you that you can use to manifest more success in your life please give us a rating or review. We would love to see how the show has inspired you. You can also connect with Tech Diva Success on Twitter, Insta, and Facebook. We're very easy to find under that name. And we hope this episode was fire for you.